0: Today, we have a special guest, my brother-in-law, Christian Winsel. He is an expert in all things tech. First question people have is, what camera should we travel with? So, first thing I would throw out there is, bring your cell phone, because nothing will help you find good places to capture your travels more than having access to real-time information and, you know, weather and locations and feedback and also getting inspiration from other people who've traveled to the area. So bring your phone, which also includes, um, a basic, but very suitable, um, you know, 35 to 50 millimeter camera. Um, so if you're taking any kind of basic shots of yourself in front of monuments or your family or your friends, whoever you're traveling with, your, the camera on your phone is going to be perfectly acceptable. Um, now tied to that is if, do you want to bring An actual camera an interchangeable lens camera whether it's a DSLR mirrorless camera um, that's up to you I would not recommend bringing a large amount of gear with you unless you're actually being paid to travel and take pictures for whatever reason Um, three reasons number one you become a target for theft camera gear is not 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 an expensive thing to travel with which means you're carrying pelican cases or whatever with you and when you carry a lot of those around, you're just telling everybody, hey, I've got several thousand dollars worth of tech with me. So try and bring one body, maybe one or two lenses max, and primarily focus on bringing a lens that is not like your camera, not not like the camera on your phone, I should say. Um, if I'm going somewhere that is like a city that has lots of cool signage or details or I'm going to an amusement park, I typically bring a longer range telephoto zoom lens, like a 70 to 200. 70 is wide enough to capture some atmosphere and ambiance, but then 200 allows me to zoom in on detail or cut out background or crowd when I'm taking pictures of family or friends. Um, If I'm going somewhere outdoorsy with landscape, say I'm camping or hiking, then I'm going to want a really wide lens, so uh, you know a 15 or 16 to 35 would be a good lens. Or if you want to bring even a lighter lens, you could do a 24 millimeter prime or a 35 millimeter prime. Um, give you access to that kind of faster aperture and take pictures at night. Things that your phone can do, or at least the most modern phones can do, but only if you're taking pictures of still subjects because they use the accelerometer to stabilize the image. So if you're going to bring a if you're going to bring a camera go light on your lens, maybe bring a kit lens and a zoom lens or pack light. That's, that's the fundamental I'll, uh, I'll throw in there. The two other categories of, um, capture devices for travel would be drones and action cams. Um, so GoPros and action cams, that's really, I would strictly bring those on the basis of what you're doing and what you want to capture. Um, Personally, I think it's really lame when people strap a GoPro to their chest and just walk around a museum. Other people have taken pictures and videos of museums with far better cameras and sensors and they're just up on YouTube for people to enjoy. So bringing a GoPro for something like that would be rather silly. If you're going skydiving, if you're going water skiing, if you're going scuba diving, that's really when you're going to want some sort of a GoPro or action cam that's waterproof. Um, so when you're doing those specific ac- activities where it's not suitable for a DSLR mirrorless camera or your phone, but an action cam will allow you to you know, save those memories of the trip, That then consider an action cam, but it, it would not be my go-to. Um, drones are actually very complicated because even in the United States, drone regulations um, in the past have varied greatly. Now, thankfully, Uh, a recent president has made it so airspace is controlled exclusively by the FAA, which has simplified the process immensely. It used to be that states could have different rules, cities could have different rules, even neighborhoods could create their own rules, and it was just impossible for any drone pilot, whether you're licensed or not, to actually know and understand local regulations. At least in the United States now, that's been standardized. Um, So, The air belongs to the FAA. What cities can do is they can tell you where you are allowed to pilot a drone from, or they can say you're not allowed to pilot a drone in these areas, or this is legal, but that's far easier to deal with than it used to be. Now, that's the United States. If you're traveling abroad, rules change dramatically. Right now, the certification to fly drones in Canada is very strict. I would assume that if you're taking any drone footage for anything less than strictly personal usage in a lot of countries right now, it's not even worth bringing a drone because the rules are so strict. Um, I know professional photographers who live in Canada who aren't even getting drone pilot licenses because the cost and time to get certified isn't worth their time versus just hiring a friend to take drone footage for them when they need it. Um, If you really want to bring a drone, do your research, look up the country, find out what the local regulations are, how big your drone can be, whether or not you're allowed to record, what are the limitations on where you can fly and how you can fly. And if people can be nearby, there's uh, so many rules in so many different places. It's It's really complicated. Make sure that you either speak the language or you know someone who speaks the language who's done this before because, uh, France does not, I'm using France as an example. They don't publish all their drone flying regulations in English that are readily searchable and available on the internet for an American tourist to find. I think that pretty much covers it. Other than that, uh, bring extra memory cards, bring extra batteries and, uh, you know, pack light. I can't stretch that enough. People who bring too much gear on trips always just crack me up and they look silly. And you spend so much time worrying about your gear. You're not actually enjoying the trip and you're not actually capturing the memories. Thank you, Christian, for coming back onto this podcast.